everybody. Welcome back to the Big Red Zone. We are very excited for today's show. Uh, remember, new episodes come out every Tuesday. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the like button on this video as well as, well as all our other videos. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Big Red Zone. And Danny Football, tell a friend, just one friend. Today, we, uh, we're going to talk about this dumpster fire, the Celtics team they made down the stretch. Uh, we'll talk about the hot socks and the start of a, a new day for the Woo Socks. All that and more on this week's episode of the Big Red Zone. Welcome to the podcast. This is the Big Red Zone. I'm your host, Big Red. As always, I am joined by Danny Football. What's going on, Big Red? What's up? Not and much, not much. A happy Mother's Day on the uh, podcast that edition, huh? It's a recording on Mother's Day. My mom's Maybe. working, so I don't have to celebrate it today. We get to celebrate another day. I have to go tomorrow. Very nice. Danny Football is, a, by the way, one of the greatest uh, sons there is. He always takes care of his mom on Sundays in the morning. Goes a little shopping. Goes to the mom. grocery store every Sunday morning with, with it, my mom. He's a true example for uh, all. Follow young. me, kids. <laughs> he's an example for all kids in the, for how to treat their mothers. So, uh, but Danny Football, no, no, um, she's working today. So no grocery store on uh, No, grocery, I, I did the grocery store, but it was a solo trip. A solo trip. Okay. Solo Fair trip. Enough. Me against the world on that one. He's a giver, man. He's a giver. Doesn't, I give and I give. He gives and he gives. I'll tell you who we give and we give to is these Boston Celtics. I feel Let like have it, man. Give, Let them have it. I've given more and more of my soul and attention to this team. And, and your hard-earned money. And my hard-earned money. And they just continue to let me down. Uh, today, we were watching the game. Uh, and it's official. They lost 130 to 124. They gave up 130 points in a basketball game today. Uh there's no defense. There's no heart on this team, and it's like it's just getting embarrassing. Um, obviously, no Jalen Brown, which hurts. But I mean, we saw it today in today's game alone. We'll talk. We'll break down a couple of games. But today's game, I was saying, we gave up 79 points and a half. Not gonna win. 70, not gonna win many games doing points. that. points. Not gonna win many games doing that. It's awful, and it's against the Heat. Like, you, this is the team you had to beat. You had to beat the Bulls, and we got blown out against the Bulls. Then we get blown uh, – not really blown out. It was it was on the verge of a blowout, and they came back. They made a run at the end. They lost by six. But, man, I don't know what to do with this team, man. It, it, I watched parts of this game today, and it was just ugly. I didn't watch the Bulls game. It was just uh, – by the time I turned it on, it was like – it was they got, that, they got that big win over the Magic. Things were – you know, looking like maybe they turned it around, you know, like you said, a terrible loss to the Bulls and now a loss to the Heat today. Only a couple games left, man. We're, you know, time's, time's pretty much up. The clock looks like it's striking midnight on this team, and it's looking like it's going to be a play-in tournament seed, maybe a sixth seed. Do you feel good about this team at all, even if they didn't get the play-in game? Like, did you feel good about this team? I can't, got, like, feel, I can't feel too confident with these last couple performances, no. I, this is embarrassing. It's not. It's not a great look. Like I wouldn't feel good even if, like, right now, let's say we won our last few games. I think the most. How many games? We got four games left. Four or five. I think it's four now. I think it's four. So we, we can make it to. We could still catch technically the four seed. Very unlikely, but we could get into the five seed. I I just don't. I like. I still wouldn't feel good if we had the five seed. Even if we skipped the playing game. I feel like I wouldn't feel that confident in this team. Like, I really don't. I mean, they haven't um, really given us any reason to feel confident in them. Defensively, this team is just awful. Like, uh, but offensively, like, we're scoring a lot of points. Score 124 points, you should win the ball game. You just got to figure out figure it out on the defensive end. Uh, I pointed out today Evan Fournier had 30 points. Finished the game with 30 points and seven assists. That's pretty – uh, pretty impressive for him because I know he's been struggling. That's a, like if you want to look for a positive, we do like positivity on this show. Uh, some positivity there is that he had thirty points and seven assists. So like, 
I, I, your Aaron Naismith's also we talked about. You got 16 in 19 minutes. Uh, Marcus Smart with 16. Tatum with 29. Kemba, Kemba needs to figure it out, man. He's he looked pretty atrocious in today's game. Um, like the pieces are there. It's just we got to figure out how to get some stops on this team and not get down by 25 right. points. It's early. it's great to have these stat lines, but when you're giving up 130 points and over 70 points and a half, you're just you're not going to win a ball game like that. It's embarrassing. Like we got to have some pride, especially with the Celtics team, and especially Brad Stevens. That was one thing he prided prided himself on with his teams is defensive minded teams. Like in recent years, even the Kyrie year, like a couple of years that we had Kyrie, we prided ourselves on defense. Isaiah Thomas, still with Isaiah Thomas being small, like that was our one gripe. He's like our team is just a defensive monster, but Isaiah Thomas was a little bit of a liability there. But even then. We're like, man, we play good defense. We're a defensive team. We're a gritty team. There's no grit in this team. Zero grit, dude. They, I mean, it's it's injury issues. It's definitely defensive effort issues. Um, I'd venture to say it's also some coaching decisions and lineup decisions. But, I mean, all around. It's everyone. Up and down the entire, you know, team and coaching staff, this has just become a problem. Roster issues. Mm. Roster, like. Danny, I've said it, like everyone wants to jump on Brad and maybe I'm not saying Brad doesn't deserve some of the blame here, but didn't Danny come out himself earlier this year and said this roster isn't made to make it win a championship? He did. And then he brought in um, Evan Fournier, He brought in Evan Fournier and Jabari Parker. And apparently that's enough to to, to, uh, turn the team around. Luke Cornett, um, Evan Fournier, and who was the other guy you said? Jabari Parker. Jabari Parker, who didn't even play today. Um, that That's the missing ingredient for this Boston Celtics team. Not Miles Turner or anyone like that. It was it was those guys. Yeah. You didn't even get – I mean, he's been stinking on the Nuggets. You didn't even go out and get Aaron Gordon. You didn't get Vuvicic. Like, you didn't get anyone. You got Evan Fournier, who I said is a great player and he will help with the championship run, like I think he would, he's a nice player to have. Um, and he fitted what we needed, but did he really make the moves necessary since he made that comment to make this a champion caliber roster? Not no, at all. not at all. So why are we not blaming Danny? Like Danny, Danny I mean, I, won- I'm blaming Danny, not even for that comment for him not doing anything in the off season. Cause it was very apparent. He wanted to just ride with what he had in the off season and it came back to bite him in the ass. Everyone got better. And we stood, we stayed the same. Miss it. The he fumbled the bag with the Gordon Hayward move. Everyone loved that he got this giant trade exception, but Danny didn't hasn't didn't take advantage of it. He could have Miles Turner in a role player, which would have been huge. That how much of a difference would that have made this year? I think it would have been. You had to have a starting big, even though Rob Williams stepped up a little. Yeah, bit but he year. hasn't. He's been his health has deteriorated the last couple right. of weeks too, which is always been the knock on him. It's not his. Ability, it's his health, and right. when he's healthy, we're on. When he's hurt, we're off. I think the Celtics could have easily. I think Danny could have easily made some moves and got like even if at the deadline he went out and got Evan Fournier and uh, Grant, Jamari Grant. That would have been a significant step up, and then you like make a move for like a big or something, or maybe you move, you roll into, you want to roll with. Um, you want to roll with Rob as your starting center. Like, you keep that move, and you're like, all right, we're letting Rob get more minutes. We're getting Fournier, and we're getting Grant as some scoring options. And then you try to get a defensive guy. Like, they should have went after um, – who's the guy that was on the Rockets? What's his name? Who was playing the center, but he was, like, small. Clint Capella? No. He was uh, – he was he went in for Clint Capella. He was, like he – he's he's really, like, a small forward, power forward. Is he still there? No, I think he's on the Bucks now. The Bucks went and got him. All right, let's find out. I forget his name. Is. Uh, Keep going. I'll, we'll I'll know it when I heard it. But, like, even him as, like, a defensive-minded player, go and get, like, Rondo, who would be, like, a little bit more of, a, like, a, like, a veteran kind of defensive player. Patrick Beverly would have been a great person to try to go out and get as a defensive guard. Uh, there's plenty of guys out there that could have been – we could have made moves for. And we did nothing. Like Grant was two second round picks. That was what was PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker. Okay. I would have loved PJ Tucker, a defensive beast. Like like he could have been a big difference maker. 
uh, I would have started him or put Kamo off the bench. Like, I think he would have helped defensively. I just, I just feel like Danny sat on his thumbs and did nothing this entire year. I mean, that's what he – he always does this. He acquires assets. He refuses to relinquish his assets because he doesn't want to lose a trade, and then we get stuck holding our dicks in our hands. So here we are. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's like I, I'm very disappointed with this uh, season. Oh, I mean, it's definitely disappointing considering, you know, we had a good season last season, you know, Eastern Conference Finals. Disappointing that we lost it, but we still made it there. Um, you know, Tatum is entering his prime. Brown is arguably starting his prime. You know, you have, you have, you had the pieces to do it, and now the team is starting to regress. The Red Sox are better now. The Patriots are getting better. The Bruins are going to be in the playoffs, and all of a sudden, you, you know, you're falling behind in the Boston sports scene. Right. It's like, and at one time, like two years ago, um, I'd argue that, um, I'd argue the Eastern Conference Finals run with IT, or not IT, with um, Terry Rozier, that was probably the most popular Celtics had been in a while, maybe since the championship years. Yeah. I think like the Isaiah Thomas year, um, that was like the most likable of the. Celtics teams like even I mean that first year with Kyrie I think they were pretty likable uh but still it was like I, the last few years it's like no one likes watching this team there's nothing it, to like watching I, I I don't know who possibly has been watching this season and actually enjoys watching these games but I think about like when you look at a team like the Bruins they you know they were kind of str- they came out hot I, I can't remember they came out slow and then they got hot, but they were hot for a while in the beginning of the season, and then they kind of cooled off. And what is what does uh, Cassie do? Uh, not Cassie, but what do the Bruins do? They go out and get Taylor Hall, like they bring in someone to help, and it just completely like yeah, they realize that they need help, and they get the help, and now it's very apparent that it's working. Right, and now all of a sudden they're talking like now we're back on the you know we're on our way to the cup. Like it's like people are very confident this team is hot. I think they lost. Uh, they the lost yesterday, game. but I mean, you're gonna. It's not like they're on a. Yeah. It's not like they completely fell apart. Right. Whereas the it's Celtics seem to. The Celtics win one game and then they lose the next two, and then it's always one step forward, two steps back. And they don't just lose; they lose by thirty points. They lose mm-hmm. by twenty. It's like it's. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the most frustrating team. So, I mean, what is your prediction? Like, what do you think they're gonna do? This this team is gonna do. I think it's gonna be a playing tournament seed. Um. I think they're good enough and talented enough to get out of the playing tournament, but I wouldn't be shocked if they don't make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. I think they probably drop out semifinals. So let's look at this real quick. Uh, it's seven plays eight, right? I'm get, um, I I can only assume. Yeah, I think I it's think, the seven seven plays I think the eight. Seven plays eight for the seven, seven. seed. And then eight, nine plays ten to move on, and then the loser of seven and eight plays the winner of nine and ten. Mm-hmm. So right now the Celtics would have a home game for the playing game, and they play against the Hornets. We, Poetic yeah. justice for we Gordon can, Hayward coming back. We can beat game. the Hornets, but again, you know, it just depends on which Celtics team shows up. Uh, and then if they lose that game, they got to play either the Wizards who are hot right now. That's a dangerous them, team right now. And it's the a dangerous Pacers. team. It's like Pacers. I'm not more. I'm not. I'm as, not as, as I think the about. Wizards win that game. Oh, one thousand percent, easily, easily. Uh, the Wizards are a sneaky team to make that eight seed, man. I I think that, and they can make a little run, depending on who they're playing. Like Westbrook and uh, Beal are kind of learning how to finally play it. Like Westbrook. I mean, Beal dropped a fi- Beal dropped a fifty piece while Westbrook had a triple double. So I mean, they can clearly play together. He not only dropped a 50-piece, I think he had – did he drop 30? Like it was like a – Who, Russ? Russ. Yeah, he had – I think it was 34 in a triple-double. Yeah. Uh, and the other night, last game against the Bucks, who they beat uh, – oh, no, they, they lost the Bucks by one. Uh, but Russ had a triple-double 29, 17, and 12 when Bradley Beal dropped 42. There you go. So it's like this team can compete, man. Like this, this team – can beat anyone. Um, and they got some veteran leadership on that team that could win in a series, but I don't know. I don't really have that confidence in there. I think you're right. I think I, 
I think we can beat the Hornets, depending on what team shows up. But then you have to play the Nets round one. So it's like or the Bucks. It's gonna be the Nets or Bucks, depending on how the final couple games. And if it's out. this if it's this version of the Celtics team, they're not winning that series. No. I think I have more faith in being the Bucks than the Nets. That's just me. Probably, uh, yeah. Because the I feel like the Bucks always like and this could be their year, but I feel like the Bucks always like gas out. Yeah, they do. But the I mean if if we're gassing out against the freaking Bulls, there's you know. Right. No, no, no. I, I'm just saying if the Celtics play to right, their right, right, potential, right, right. I think If they for could. some reason a, a switch flips and all of a sudden they're playing Celtics basketball, they can definitely do it, but it's up to them to make that change. Right. Uh, and if they lose the first game and win the second game, they're playing the 76ers, which I actually, surprising enough, feel the best out of those three teams. I don't know what it is, but I feel better about playing the 76ers than I do the Nets or the Bucks. I'm just I'm, – I'm sad. I'm sad that it's reached this point. So, here's a question for you. Dear Danny, this offseason, who are you cutting? Who are you – who? I mean, we'll do this more when the season actually is over, but – Jeez. If you had to pick – you had to pick um, maybe three people to either trade or cut. Who are you – three people to trade. Who are you trying to get rid of? And who's someone that you like? A couple of people that you absolutely want to keep. I mean, team. you can't you can't move Tatum and you can't move Brown. Right. Let's you let's need, take them need, out of the equation. Need those guys. I'd shop Kemba. I don't think the Kemba experiment is working. Um, I think it's pretty evident what we have have in Kemba now. Maybe try and move Smart for something more a more sure thing, like another complimentary piece for Tatum and Brown. I don't know what his worth would be on the market, but maybe see what you can get for smart. Cause it's not working anymore. It's just, it's not working anymore. We've, we've tried this how many yeah. seasons and it's just, it's not, it's not working. And now we're starting to go backwards. So right. I, I think it's, it's time for a change. Some sort of change needs to happen now. We can't keep yeah. rolling up the same team and expecting different results. Yeah. Uh, my only thing where I kind of get nervous with getting rid of Smart is what the major problem with his team is defense, and he's the only one that. Well, I mean, I mean, he is. He's the only he, one that he is, but we're still giving up one thirty. So right, I don't think it's more. Do you think getting rid of him, like you give up less points? It depends on what you get back. Yeah, I think there's other pieces on this team you can. Or move. you can just get the rest of your team to actually play defense. That's true. Instead of asking one guy to stop points from five opposing players. I think, I think a definite move that has to be made is the Kemba move. Mm. I like, I'm, we've given it two years. It's not working out. I love Kemba Walker. I like as a person and a player, but it's just not working out. Like we need to go out and get someone that's a little bit stronger, a little bigger, Healthy, like doesn't Bradley get hurt. Bradley Beal is going to be on the market, so we can see if Danny can get it, get that working. A little sign and trade reaction with Bradley Beal, like I would be happy with that. And then, uh, although they're winning now, so who knows? You know, all of a sudden I, that te- I don't think so. All I of a sudden that team good. starts winning, and I mean, he put up with a lot of um, he put up with a lot with John Wall, and he still stayed. So, yeah, I think it's a little different. I think he'll still want out. I think he's going to want to win, depending on how the. I mean. If all the stars align and they end up making it through the play-in tournament and they end up going far in the playoffs, yeah, that's a very big possibility. Like him and Westbrook start liking to play together. Sure, maybe, but I just don't see that happening. I think the relationship that's already built with Tatum, I think it would be a little easier to bring him into Boston. Uh, another guy, I think they kind of, I I would put a priority of signing is Fournier. I mean, we traded for him. Like that, that that was the goal. I think he can be a valuable piece in this next stage of the Celtics franchise. I think that's like a guy that you need to kind of lock up. Um, I'm good with getting rid of Grant Williams. I'm uh, like see what you can get for him. I'm good with getting rid of uh, Semi Romeo. All the young guys. I'm good with getting rid of uh, Carson uh, Naismith. I'd be open to moving, but he's actually starting to come in and be a good piece for us. But at, depending at the right price, I would say he's, you know, tradable. Uh, and I dare say I'm ready to move on. I, I, I think I'm not 100% ready. I got to see how the rest of the season plays out. I think I'm ready to move on from Rob. I really am. Like, it's like 
we're putting all our eggs in his basket, and he when he's there, he's unbelievable. But like you said, it hasn't been the the knock on him hasn't been his ability. It's been his ability to stay healthy. And even now, like when he's in the game, we win. Like we win a lot more than we lose, but he can't stay healthy. He can't stay on the floor. It's like I'd rather go trade for a guy that maybe has a little, maybe a notch below, but is going to get play every single game and not get hurt. Yeah, it's going to be a big crossroads offseason for Rob, see what happens with him contract-wise because I know he has options and he he really controls his own fate. Does he want to bet on himself to stay healthy or does he want to take guaranteed money from the Celtics who see if they want to pay him and see if he stays healthy or if they say you're too injury-prone, you're not even worth it? I have no idea. Yeah. So I think this is going to be a big offseason for Danny, not even for his own job but the franchise moving forward. This is gonna. I, I like what you said. Um, this is gonna be a big off season for the franchise itself, but I think this is a big. This next off season into the season is a big one for Danny and for Brad. Like this is a big one. This next year, it's like we took we took a two big steps backwards from where we were last year. Danny's gonna step it up and grab some good players and bring them in, and Brad's gonna do a better job of coaching them up. Like I think it's like. I don't put it all on Brad because if you give, if you give like uh, you know, give him a bunch of uh, quarters and he needs a dime, like it's not going to work. Like you, you need the tools to be able to do it. That's probably a bad example. If you need a you need a hammer and he gives you a saw, that's probably a better analogy. It's probably a better one, I think. You give him a hammer. If he needs a hammer and you give him a saw, it's not really going to do anything. He needs right. the right tools. Right, right, to right. Be able to coach his team up and it's like he's we expect him to do it because he's done it in the past he's over had his teams overachieve like when that first year the second year he was coaching they made the playoffs like no business making the playoffs in the second year uh they made it to the eastern conference eastern conference finals with it yep they made it the eastern conference finals with it like that should not have happened so we kind of expect him to make it there and like kind of do like turn be better with what he's got but i mean at some point you got to help the guy out too i mean we're depending on uh luke cornet to be our spark off the bench which he's been pretty good but it's like you got to be better than that danny like he's got he's got to put together a better team um but we'll have to see we got a few games left big red is making his return to the garden on tuesday you're a brave Um, man you're a brave man I almost sold my tickets. I, I, I honestly like. I'm ready to do. Uh, if it wasn't the last game of the regular season, I would. I would have said, "I'll see you later." Because I, I really have. Uh, there's no. I, that's not true. I, I want to see be in the garden, but it's like it's like it's brutal to watch this team play. It really is. I watched it today. I watched the first half today. It was like I wanted to rip my eyes out. It's terrible. So hopefully the boys get a W. Uh, and start this uh, start the ball rolling going into the tournament, the play uh, the playoffs. So it's coming down to the wire, Danny football in our uh, season. So let's get to picks of the week. Picks of the week. Picks of the week. We always choose one NBA game on Tuesday night. It's coming down to the wire. It's almost over. Um, I'm a game back. Both got a couple W's last week. So, Danny Football, who is your pick of the week? I'm going to go with Nuggets over Hornets, try to get a little help from Denver, you know, beat up on the Hornets a little bit. Um, I think even without Murray, this team is still pretty good. I think um, I think the Nuggets can still make a run. I don't know if they'll be able to make it as far as they did last season, but this is still a good team, and I think they're going to take down the Hornets. Now, I I think I'm going to call an audible here, Danny Football. I had a I had a team written down, but I think I'm going to call an audible. Um, I'm going to buy into the a team that's hot right now. Uh, both teams, both of these teams are hot. Um, I was going to go Celtics over Heat to watch the boys when I was there, but I, I'm just so fed up with this team, so I'm not going to pick them. I'm going to go Suns over Warriors. I'm rolling. I'm uh, riding the Suns bandwagon all the way to the end of the season. Uh, Warriors are trying to get hot. They're trying to, you know, secure a spot in the playoffs. 
they're in the playing seed now. Did you see that they they would play the Lakers mm-hmm. in the playing game? That would be that would be something for a playing game. Uh, they're kind of locked up. They're trying to hold on to a playoff spot. I think. Uh, I think they're a little too far out to get in out of the playing series, but. I uh, try to lock up home court advantage for the playing game, and uh, but I think the Suns are going to roll over the uh, Warriors. I talked. You talked me into it. You talked yeah, me I do. I've been saying it since the since the off season. The Suns Suns team is going to be dangerous. It's, uh, they're going to be dangerous going to the playoffs. Did they take the one seed yet? It's still Jazz. Still Jazz. They're one and a half game out of the uh, first, but. Um, did you, I, I didn't want, I wanted, you were rolling with the Nuggets, uh, selection, so I didn't want to take away from it. Did you hear uh, enemy of the podcast? Usually we say friend, but enemy of the podcast, Nick Wright, what he said about, uh, Joker. What did he say about the Joker? He said that there's no way he should be the MVP. Uh, my buddy said it, he said it because, um, you know, Chris. He thinks Chris Paul should be the MVP, which I kind of see the argument. You know, you put him on the team, he, you know, he turned them into like a actual contender. I think. Uh, I also think everything started to click at the end of the, the bubble last year. But uh, he was definitely the missing ingredient on that team. So I can kind of see his point with that. But I mean, like you just mentioned, Jamal Murray's out, and they haven't skipped a beat because of Joker. Mm. He also said that it would make more sense for someone else to win because no one wants to see the Nuggets or like see someone from the Nuggets win the MVP because it's bad for ratings. He'd probably just give it to LeBron. He loves LeBron. So yeah, I wouldn't he be does. shocked if LeBron, despite missing two months of the season, still wins the MVP, still wins the Nick Wright MVP award. And remember, uh, I think they should maybe give it to LeBron because he'll never be the same way again. Right, right, right. He's still recovering. Coming back that, from a spray, ankle sprain. I can only hope, tough. One, I can only hope one day he's able to play with his kids the same way. I hope they I hope those kids know what it is to have a father. Oh my oh my goodness. It's so it's so upsetting to have a sprain, a high ankle sprain. Ankle high ankle sprain's no joke, but come on, man. You can come back. You spent a million dollars on taking care of your body. I think we can figure out how to come back from an ankle sprain. Life altering. Uh, yeah. Gordon Hayward's snapped ankle in half. What a joke. What's his name? Who was the kid from uh, Louisville who snapped his leg in half? Kevin Ware. Kevin Ware. Kevin Ware's a, a leg snaps in half. Half of it's out of his leg. Nothing has got nothing on LeBron's high ankle sprain. Never be the same. He's a whole never new, be the he's, same. He's a shell of himself now. I, I really. I mean, I'm glad I got to see the LeBron before the high ankle sprain. There has to be something else in that. He can't be saying that it's just a high ankle sprain. I I don't know, dude. I have no. I I can't. I can't humor him anymore. He's just he's on his own little island at this point for me. He's one of the greatest to ever do it, man. He's like you know you could argue the best, you could argue second best, but man, it is hard. It. I can't. Do I love it. and I love everything he does for off the court. Like he helps the community out. He does a lot, man. It's like I think he's a good dude, but man, this stuff just drives me crazy. It really does. It's like unbelievable. Um, but let's move on to something a little more positive here. The Red Sox. Fresh off a W, dude. Just put it away. They just they just got they just sealed the W just, just, just now. Just slammed the door in Baltimore, twenty two and thirteen. Man, this team is unbelievable. Um, there's a couple question marks I that are with the team, but I think they're starting to kind of. I think as I said, management's starting to make a move. First of all, I want to just say, can we officially say in Heim we trust? I think so, dude. I mean, he worked he uh, he worked Brandon Workman for nothing now. Isn't that crazy? He got Pavetta. For Heath he, he got Pavetta and um, who was the other one? He got Pavetta and another player for literally nothing at this point because we just for resigned Heath Hembry. There you go. What was, who? Who did they get? No, Heath Hembry. We sold. We no, we traded Workman for Pavetta. Yeah, Heath Hembry was in that deal. It was for the Workman deal. It was Heath Hembry and Workman for uh, Pavetta and something else. I thought, right? Thanks for the cheese, guys. Damn. What was it? Uh, what was the work? Shit. Picture? You want to look that up? Oh, I can watch it. Uh, hmm. 
But they just got – so they basically, you know, I think that was a smart move. Um, they got Workman back, uh, and he can maybe figure it out. He had a rough end of the season last year. Um, maybe he can kind of fi- – yeah, it was. It was um, – work. sorry, get distracted. Workman and Heath Henry uh, and some cash for Pavetta and Connor Seabald. So they got Nick Pavetta and Connor Seabald from Heath Henry and some cash. That is like that is unbelievable. Not a bad trade. That is that is unbelievable. So um, that's how the remember a couple of years ago. I think I tweeted this out um, when the Red Sox traded John Lester to the Athletics. Mm-hmm. That's how the deal should have went down. We traded John uh, Lester for uh, I think it was Cespedes. It was yeah. And then we signed John Lester at the end of the year at the offseason to bring him back. That's what should have happened, and got um, Cespedes. But instead, we let we missed out on Lester, and we missed out on Cespedes resigning. Um, <laughs> but unbelievable move by Heim. Um, I like the workman sign. Maybe you can kind of figure some stuff out in, in Worcester, and maybe be another bullpen arm because there's a couple of guys struggling right now in the pen for us. Uh, but I mean, Sox are playing great. Um, you know. Franchi is kind of, you know, Franchi sucks, dude. Jesus Christ. He's struggling a little bit. But that's he's not why we in the have, right space. That's why we have Duran down in Worcester, man. He's hitting bombs down there. That's I. That's the guy I – I mean, we're going to talk about it um, in a little bit. Um, but that was my guy My guy to watch. Like, I really think that Duran's going to probably be up by the end of the year. Um, barring a move that someone else makes, like the Red Sox make a trade for another outfielder. Uh, but man, Franchi's kind of struggling. Uh, Taylor's kind of struggling. Uh, Bobby's been having a rough stretch. Bobby's having a tough stretch. He hits a couple home runs here and there, but yeah, I think he's kind of slowly made Andres. Was it Andres that's kind of been stinking? He seemed to be cleaning up, but. Uh, for some reason, they don't like using Philip Valdez. They don't really use him that much. But, um, yeah, man, like, Franchi's having a tough go, but Hunter Renfro has been playing unbelievable. I think he, I, as it slows down, I think, you know, Renfro and Verdugo and uh, what's his name? Um, they don't have him on here. But uh, those guys are going to kind of hold down the outfield, maybe throw Marwin out there. Uh, Chavis maybe get some time and left. I know they were trying to work him out in the outfield, but um, man, Franchi's kind of having a tough time, tough go of it. But it will all come out in the wash, man. I think he's, I think he's gonna figure it out. I uh, he was doing pretty well at the beginning of the season. I think he's just in a real slump right now. But that's all right. I'm, I mean, we're surviving despite it. First team to twenty wins, like we said, twenty two and thirteen, five and two in the last week. Um. Series went over Detroit, and now a series went over Baltimore. Richards has the second straight solid outing, man. Bats are staying hot. I mean, this... I'll admit it when I'm wrong. Garrett Richards, you, I, I, I apologize. Garrett I... Richards, Garrett Richards saw the tweets, man. This is second straight outing, man. Seven, seven strong innings, strong innings. I Another apologize. I, I'm right with you, Garrett Richards. I'm with you, buddy. Three and I'm a half in. up in first place. I'm all in on Garrett Richards right now. Not all in. I got a, I got like a foot in. Um, yeah, I mean they're playing, they're playing great. And there's also like guys down in the minors that I think would be, you know, you got Tanner Houck that's bouncing around that comes up every so often for a spot start. Um, I want to, I know they don't want to use them in this, like uh, they want to use them in the, don't want to use them in the bullpen. But I mean, man, like I, I would rather him in the bullpen than. Josh Taylor. Um, Garrett Whitlock's been nasty. Uh, and, you know, like we mentioned uh, with with um, Durant. Durant's down there too. So, um, and plus we mentioned all the time Chris Sale. So this team is just going to keep getting better as the season goes on without even adding anyone from outside teams like trades and stuff. So, uh, I have a lot of confidence in this team, and I, 
you know, people are just waiting for the wheels to come off. They won't, I, dude. They won't. I, I they find they find ways to win, man. They find ways to win. I mean, just you know, a bad loss to the Tigers. Everyone says maybe the sky has fallen. Not the case at all. Nine games over five hundred, man. Nine games over five hundred. Three and a half game lead in the in the uh, AL East. This team's for real. And if people want to keep sleeping on us, they can. But they this team's going to keep winning. We're going to get Chris Sale back at some point. We have guys down in the minors that can produce. This team's this team's built to last. I can't wait. I, I, it's just going to continue to get stronger. And I know probably Heim will add a couple pieces towards the end of the season, uh, towards the deadline. So. Uh, but I, I have faith in the pieces that we have, really. Like, I feel like a, a couple, like, fine-tuning moves, the deadline's probably a good good call. But, man, like, I, I feel really good about this team. Night and day from last year, man. First, Well, first team to hit 20 losses last year to first team to hit 20 wins this year. I think that's a, that's a great turnaround. And as I said, a lot of that um, credit has to go to Heim. And a lot of the credit has to go to uh, the man at the helm, Alex Cora. I think a lot of that has to do with him. He brought the new energy. Um, I'm I'm stoked. I'm stoked for this season to see how it how it unfolds. Got a good uh, three game series against the A's this week. Test uh, test to see how where we're at, and then we finish up with the Angels. We get to beat up on them unless, as long as we don't run into Shohei Otani. But they're they're really like performing against even the studs like when we played the Mets like I feel like I I think this roster is just battle like they're they're top I think they can play with anyone I'm not really scared of anyone on the schedule they'll drop was, a couple I was scared of means but we were able to duck means for this Orioles series hey did you see Wade Miley through it no no I did. I couldn't believe it. I, I, my buddy told me that, and I said, "Are we talking about the same guy?" And he's like, "Yeah, we are." I'm like, "Oh my god!" If you told, I, if you could bet me any type of money, I would have taken it to, for Wade Miley not to throw a no no. I there was no chance. I, I would have bet. I, I would throw a no no before he did. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I really couldn't. And then, um, uh, the thing I even couldn't believe even more was the news you spoke of the Angels when they just cut. Um, Hall Albert of Famer Pulos. Albert Pulos. I couldn't believe that either. That was kind of a trash move on their part. That's a Bush move, man. Like you can't uh, just ride it out with him. He's going in. He's in the last year of his contract. I'm not saying resign him to any deal, but like, come on. Like Miggy, Miggy is probably doing worse than him, but they're just yeah. riding it out. Like it's like these guys are struggling. I think it shows why these 10, 15 year contracts are t- stupid. They never work, man. They never work. But it's like you can't cut him in his final. It's not like he had three or four more years on his deal. Like no. he had, he was at a couple more it. months. This was but it. I th- I think that was a bush move, man. Like that's tough. I hope he gets. Hope he gets the you know to finish his career the right way and finish it on a team, maybe a contender team. I don't know, but. Um, I like to see him go to like a contending team, or go back, really go back to the Cardinals. I was like, gonna say, I wouldn't be shocked if he gets a maybe a one day contract with the Cardinals and retire. At least a, a one day, but I think he wants to finish the season, like do his ah. final. Uh, we'll see. Then we'll see who wants to pick him up at that point. I don't know. Do you think there's room on the card? I don't know much about the Cardinals roster, but do you think there's any room for him? Hey, on I mean, that no, team? no DH. So I don't even really know what he would do. Yeah, I mean, he rolls out every couple days at first, like it's or left field. Like I feel like there's, uh, I feel like there's something like you can get him on the cheap and try to figure out something for him. He won't sign a minor league deal, but if they have a spot open for him, they should definitely like, you know, if nothing's happening, they should get him for the last like couple months. It's only a couple months. Like I, I don't get why they didn't just ride it out. Like that's kind of a slap in the face to him, but I hope he gets to go out the way he deserves. Uh, but man, I was shocked. That was kind of shocking that he got cut. Uh, he, he is doing, he was hitting pretty awful this year, but still uh, moving on to our friends to the West. The Wu Sox started their franchise for first Ever game as a, uh, the Worcester Red Sox. Uh, they got a loss, but still, uh, this team is strong. 
they can make a real deep run. I mean, they just uh, they gave Ice Horse just got called up, but still. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Woo Sox start of the season, Danny? My Woo Sox, dude, I can't, I couldn't be happier that they're finally starting. Um, especially with seeing how bad COVID was for a second there, I was really worried they weren't going to be able to get their season in. New ballpark was really worried that I was going to have to open up empty. It's not going to be the case. Um, but like you said, first game ever, May 4th, they did lose. They're currently 2-3, and three, about to be 2-5. and five. They're losing again right now, um, top nine. Home openers on Tuesday, though, and that's really where, you know, the season starts on your home opener. You know, you, you open the road on a, what, six-game road trip? You know, that's, that's stacking the deck. Come home Tuesday, friendly confines of Polar Park, Canal District of Worcester. Let's get some, you know, get something going. It sucks Tanner Houck is hurt right now. He's going to miss his start, but... You know, this, like you said, this team is they – have, they have some good pieces. They have some good young guys. And um, I'm going to be there, dude. I'm going to be there. Next Sunday and the Saturday after that, two straight Worcester games for me, man. We're going to see what Polar Park's all about, and I'll see what's going on down there with the Woo Sox. What, uh, you're going Sunday? Next Sunday and then the Saturday after that. So you're going to get to see a little Syracuse and Buffalo action? That's Absolutely. Pretty, Absolutely. Scout, start scouting these AAA guys. Uh, I'm start. I'm getting a little uh, getting a little sad because the last time Pawtucket played, last time they played was Pawtucket, and I was working for them in the clubhouse. I'm kind of getting a little, uh, little uh, sadness. They're was, mine now, there. dude. They're mine. They're yours, man. Uh, you know, I gave the keys, dropped the keys <laughs> off the other day. Um, I like how they're doing like week long series with the same team too. I mean that's kind of that's kind of an interesting way. That's like a mega series they're playing. Like they're playing two three game series with them. So that would yeah, be interesting. I can, I can only assume it's just to really limit travel. Yeah, that, I, I think so too. I think that, and I think it makes sense too. And it looks like every Monday they have off, which sucks uh, for me because I have Mondays off. And I was like, oh, oh Monday. Really? I was like, Monday games are gonna be so cool. Like I don't have to worry about work. And then they're like, we don't play a single Monday game. I'm like, all right. But you can go on Monday, uh, Sunday, a little Sunday action. Right, S- Saturday and Sundays are going to be my game days. Um, let me know how it is with the travel and stuff, like parking and stuff like that. Cause that I already have the parking chart ready. I'm ready to go, man. I got the You're parking chart. I already have my tickets on my phone. I'm ready to fly. I've, I have no doubts. Uh, what is uh, – what are some prospects you're looking out at? I, I mentioned Duran, but is there anyone else you're kind of looking at this team? Duran's a good one, Chavis, but I mean, it looks like Chavis is going to be back and forth. Same with Hauk. Hauk's going to be back and forth. Jeter Downs seems to be having a good start so far. Um, but Duran, dude, Duran's looking like the crown jewel right now. I mean, he's had a good half-decent start to the season. Um, I I think I'm going to like this. This kind of like this group of guys seems pretty good. I mean... Pitching, I'll have to see what we have for pitchers. I know we're not historically great with pitchers the last couple of years, but the bats, dude, these bats are going to look like they're going to be a big problem, especially with Duran. I think Duran's going to be something good. Yeah, I mean, a couple of favorites for me. Like, I like I think Duran's going to be the main um, prospect that I would keep an eye on. Duran, um, Jeter Downs. Jeter Downs. Munoz. Con- I've heard good things about Munoz. Connor Wong. Um but a uh, couple of guys that I like from my time there, uh, Kyle Hart is a big one. Mm-hmm. Kyle Hart acts fa- works fast. He's a good left, strong lefty. I believe he got a W yesterday. Yeah, I, like he also I loved him because whenever he pitched, it would be like an hour and a half game. <laughs> Just like he works fast, I like that. Um, I like Bobby. Bobby Pointer. He's a good guy, and he's you know he's another uh, lefty. Uh, good end of the inning, uh, end of the game kind of guy. Uh, Chad De La Guerra, he's a good uh, mil, uh, infielder and a great guy. You want to talk about a great guy, Josh Hockney, like just an awesome all around uh, person and power guy too uh, at first. So um, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, I hope those guys have a great uh, start to the year. Um, and who knows, we could see uh, – the prospect um, down in double A by the end of the year, come up to triple A. Um, who's the big first baseman? I'm not sure who you're talking about. Uh, but yeah, we could see a couple guys. I think there's a couple top uh, guys in double A too that can make their way to the, what make their way to Worcester. 
but I'm excited, man. That's a, I'm excited to see how they do. I mean, they had a tough, tough start to this year so far. But what are you going to do? They're going to go to. I mean, and- you know, location change. The first month of the season, you're an alternate site. Still, you're not playing. You know, travel games, and then you know, like I said, six game road trip. You have to travel. Um, you're not at home. And like you said, it's a big mega series now. So, you're, you know, you're seeing the same team multiple times. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see how this season goes. But, I mean, we have them on the hook for 10 years. So we have plenty of time to figure out how Whistler is going to work for these guys. Yeah, yeah. And also another interesting thing to see this year is we're playing the mega series, but they're also playing the same teams, like, all year. Like, they're not really – if you look at the schedule – they're playing Syracuse, um, Buffalo, Lehigh, uh, I, and maybe one other team. I'm trying to think of the other team. But it's mainly those teams they're just going back and forth with. Um, and I'm assuming that's for travel and contract tracing as well. Uh, but So you're going to get to see these teams. Uh, I, can't wait to, gonna, I can't wait to hate all these teams. Yeah, Buffalo, Syracuse, Lehigh, Rochester. Uh, I think uh, Rochester was the other team, and Scranton. Those teams are going to play for the most part all year round, all season long. So uh, make sure you get a little rowdy for the Scranton. I'm going to hand all these teams their ass. Scranton, Scranton's the Yankees affiliate, so make sure you get after it with I'm them. I'm going to be getting after them, man. They're going to be hearing me from uh, Section 15. They'll be hearing me. Uh, but yeah, that's, that should be good. I hope they do well. I mean, they had a really bad year a couple of years ago, uh, but, uh, hopefully they can that's all right, have, dude. That's have a great right. first year. It's a new team, new, new team, team new, new team, new city, new ballpark. And I'll be reporting back every week to see what's going on with these guys. They can't be any more disappointing than the Celtics. I'll no, tell you that right nope. now. They're challenging for that four spot. So we're going to move on to our final segment of the night. The People's Topic. It's the People's Topic, baby! People's Topic. So for People's Topic, we write. you can write in every week at our Instagram and Twitter, at Big Red Zone. You give us a topic, question, whatever you want us to talk about, and we'll go back and forth on it. Today, we got one. Let's look at what we got. We got a good one from our friend. We missed him last week, but we got him this week. A Mother's Day question like no oh, other from, no. from the one and only Joseph underscore Celia. He says, in no order, give me your top five NBA players in five years. So in the next five years, in five years from now, who is going to be the top five NBA player? I think Giannis will still be there. Giannis will still be a huge force. Yeah. Giannis, I'll go D Mitch. Um Booker is gonna be huge still. Um Luca and I'll round it out with I'll round it out with Anthony Edwards. Mm, I like that one, Anthony Edwards. Giannis, I'm, Luca, D Mitch, Book and Edwards. Yeah, that's I like that five. I'm gonna go with Giannis. I think you're right with Giannis. I think he's still young enough where he'll be you know, at the top of the game, uh, top of the league in five years. Um, Luca, same thing. I think he's, you know, he's too good, man. He's going to be great in five years. Uh, another guy that I think is going to be uh, on top is Zion. Zion is Yeah, I mean, his health is the only thing that hurts him for That's me. That's what I was going to say. As long as he can be healthy, he just fractured his finger. Which I mean, it, in the grand scheme of things, it's not as bad. Right, as, right. It's not, it's not as bad injury, as but it's not as bad as a high ankle sprain. So right, I right, think right. he'll be able to come back from it. Um, and then it gets tough from there. I think Tatum. Like I, I want to say Tatum, just because you know rooting for him at four, and then at five, five years from now. I like the Anthony Edwards pick. I'm not going to lie to you, but I think as much as I, I'm not a big fan of theirs, I think LaMelo Ball is going to be at the LaMelo top LaMelo Ball too. is not a bad one. Yeah, it's not a bad one. He's really like – he's he been took, playing unbelievable. I was going to say, he took to the game really quick. 
and he's like he hasn't missed a beat as a, like as an NBA coming from the NBA. Like Anthony Edwards took a little bit to adjust. Like he was good, but he took a little bit to adjust. Lamelo Ball's first game, he was like an NBA prep player. Like he had he had the confidence, he had the play. Like if he didn't get hurt, he would have been the rookie of the year. Like I, I just I think I think he could be at the top. I think Joker's another one, and depending on if he gets beat up, beat down in the next five years, like maybe he won't be at the top. But Joker definitely could be at the top of the game. Like that's who I was battling with between Joker and um, um, Lamelo Ball. Like I feel like it. I think there's more chance that Joker kind of gets uh, as a big, kind of breaks down a little bit with taking a beating every day and kind of carrying the load. Uh, but you know, there's a lot of guys. I like the Donovan Mitchell pick. I think mm. that's good. Uh, you want to hear? I, I try to. St- I try to stick with more like smaller guys. Yeah. That, I try not. That usually don't get hurt. Like, Giannis for 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 what it's worth, he never really gets hurt. We got. I kind of gotta, gotta give give him some credit. Knock on wood. Knock on, Knock on wood. wood. You want to hear Joseph Celia's pick? He gave me his five. I love. Shout out from Joe Celia. Uh, he went Tatum, Zion, Giannis, Luca, and Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid, I mean, same thing with Zion. I just don't know yeah. his health. He did give a couple honorable mentions, he said. Uh, okay. One, uh, Trey Young. Okay. Ben Simmons. Mm. Donovan Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Kawhi, with a, if he's still at the top of his game. I don't know about Kawhi. I think Kawhi's kind of getting up there. I don't think he'll be up there. And Joker, which I okay. kind of said. So he, he um, had pretty much everyone we had. Yeah, Trey Young's a good one too. Like Trey Young could be there too. Yeah, Trey Trey Young definitely. Atlanta just needs to make their team a little bit better around him. Bradley Beal, I think Bradley Beal would be there. Mm, he's he's gonna get. He's older than we think. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think that's a good Russ, list. like Russ isn't gonna be playing at this at this height yeah, in five years. Yeah, I think so too. Like like I said, he he's a very physical guy. Like his body takes a beating, so it's not gonna he's not gonna be the top five players in the league. You know what I mean? He could be very well. could be, but I, I don't think it's likely. I, I think that, and I, again, like Joel Embiid, he's the only thing that makes me nervous is his health. Like he still, he gets hurt every year. So, uh, but who knows? So you can write in, as I said, each week on our Instagram and Twitter at big red zone, make sure you, so you go subscribe to the YouTube channel hit the like button on this video as well as all our other videos. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts and tell a friend. That's all for this week of Big Red Zone. I want to thank Danny Football for joining. As always, have a great week, everyone. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, guys.